So guys, we have another special guest with us this week on Church Chats, and that is Tegan Phillip. Tegan, welcome. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thanks so much for jumping on board. I know um, there's been so much going on in your life as of like, this whole year, really. And I'm yes. um, keen to hear a little bit about some of that. But before we get stuck into the, I guess, the, the finer details, can you tell us a bit about yourself and um, what you do for work and where you've grown up and a bit about your life? Yeah, definitely. Well, I was born in Geelong and grew up in Anglesey. Um, I spent uh, 20 plus years living down there and have um, a younger brother and a younger sister uh, we all like to play sport. My parents played sport as well. So um, I am actually a professional netballer and I'm up in Queensland at the moment playing in the hub up here in the um, Suncorp Super Netball competition. So I'm very lucky to be able to play the sport that I love um, as my job. And I've been doing that uh, since 2010. So this is my 11th season. Awesome. So good. 11 <laughs> years. That's that's epic. And uh, who are you playing for? I play, yes, for the Melbourne Vixens and I play the position goal attack goal shooter. Nice. In my mixed netball days, goal attack was the only position I would play. So following <laughs> it's a your good footsteps. Spot. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> um, I know that some of you guys watching actually in the congregation may know of Tegan. If you don't know Tegan, you might know Tegan's husband, Joshi, <laughs> who – Joshi and the fam actually attended Mill Park Baptist for years, years ago. Um, so there's a bit of a connection there to the church. But outside of work, Teagues, like, can you tell us a bit about maybe some of your hobbies and interests aside from netball? Yeah, well, living in Geelong now, um, I love to go to the beach and we have a dog, uh, German Shepherd Cross Kelpie, and his name's Mac, and he absolutely loves going to the beach as well. So, just, uh, yeah, heading down to the beach, getting out, um, seeing friends when we're obviously allowed to do those things. And, yeah, just I love a good uh, movie, especially on Netflix. I like to spend my time doing that. And I've kind of started a new little hobby this year thanks to COVID, and um, that is crocheting. So I have actually crocheted a few beanies, which um, – you know, now everyone in who I was um, living with in our house in Geelong has a beanie now because they wanted one. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of a little thing that I've picked up. I also like to cook uh, and um, obviously like to have people over to cook for, but, um, yeah, in lockdown I was kind of trying some new things and, yeah, seeing what I could come up with in the kitchen. Awesome. I like it. That's actually, I think a couple of our guests that we've had have taken up crochet. Yeah, it's very common, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I've noticed that as well. <laughs> Is it something you There's ever saw yourself at, doing? Um, our church has a little business, so that's why that, she got me into it. Yeah, nice, nice. I um, yeah, I don't know if I'll be giving that one a go. I did tell our viewers that I might give it a go last time and that hasn't happened. So I'm not going to lead people to believe in something that's not going to be true. Anyway, moving on. Um, I know you've obviously touched on it a little bit, but with COVID, um, like you're in Queensland now and you've been there for quite a while, but how has – I think there's a number of professional sports around the place that um, around the world really that have had to adapt at a time like yeah. this. What's that looked like for you, um, and what sort of challenges have come with that? Yeah, it's been um, pretty crazy actually. Or well, like the year in 2020 
anyway, but in the uh, sporting world, we obviously went into that first lockdown and we were training at home and um, yeah, they distributed as much equipment as they could. So we could still be doing um, our sessions and training individually, which included Zoom court sessions in our driveway. That's what we called them. So they were slightly entertaining. Um, We'd all set our cones up where they need to be and and be watching the screen to find out what we need to do and then we'd go out and do it and then we'd come back. So um, that was a bit of a laugh, but, you know, we had a good time there and then we were able to train together. So that kind of went into pre-season 2.0. And um, obviously lots of restrictions came in and we had to be, um, yeah, really diligent in what we were doing and how we were training and what we're allowed to do to be able to um, conduct training. And then we were on hold for quite a while uh, to see whether our season would actually take off this year. And, um, yeah, eventually we were, we were going and then we weren't going and then we were going and we were going to New South and then we were going to Queensland. <laughs> we really had no idea and we'd actually – pretty much packed and thought we were going and we weren't. So we were waiting patiently. Um, we were getting COVID tests because we needed to be clear before we were allowed to leave. And um, finally, I think we got a text message on a Saturday morning saying "There's a f- we're flying out tomorrow. So we were lucky enough to be packed and, and knew that we were going and we had to, both, uh, both us and the Collingwood Magpies had to fly into Queensland and go straight into quarantine for 14 days. So our um, stay in the hub up here has been a lot longer than all of the other teams because we were the two teams that had to quarantine. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how uh, our season eventuated, I suppose, and how COVID impacted us um, to get going. I was going to say that I'm a little jealous that you're spending (laughs) time up in nice, warm, sunny Queensland, but at the same time, like – there's so many sacrifices that you have still made to continue going. I think of like whether it's netball, footy, whatever it is that's going on. That's, I know there's a lot of people stuck in Melbourne at the moment that are just like holding on to those things for, you know, <laughs> something just to enjoy watching. Um, and so it's been a lot of sacrifice. So thank you for that. Uh, that's okay. We've had lots of support from back home, which is really encouraging for us. Yeah, um, thanks for sharing so far. It's nice to hear a little bit of background about what you do and who you are. But um, just yeah, getting straight into it, I guess, a little bit deeper. Can you tell us a little bit about um, yeah, how and when you became a Christian? Yeah, so I grew up in a Christian family. So I've always uh, gone to church and um, I never really wavered from that or had a, a period of time where I decided I didn't want to go but I don't also have a date that I was like, this is the day that I, you know, gave gave my life to Christ and I really remember it and my story is a bit different. It was just, it just kind of happened. It was more of a gradual experience, I suppose. Um, I, yeah, put my hands up in times because at, in church because my friends did. Um, so I probably didn't fully grasp the situation um, or that all those um, experiences like other people were. Um I got baptised um, when an opportunity came at, to church um, where they were doing a few other people and I was like, yeah, I want to do that, definitely. And I, I did that and I still remember that day. Um, but, yeah, I just, yeah, still stood strong in my faith and obviously in the sporting world there's um, can be lots of challenges that you face um, being in those kind of club environments. Um, but, you know, 
still stood strong in what I believed and um, yeah it can certainly be tricky at times but at, at school it was probably something that I didn't uh, you know vocalize a lot or kind of hit on the side you know what are you doing on Friday night or I didn't really tell them I had youth group or what was I doing on Sunday didn't really tell them I was going to church so I kept those things quiet and it wasn't until probably getting you know older into secondary school where I was hanging out with um, other Christian friends at school where I started to feel a bit more comfortable and didn't feel like I needed to hide my faith because of what other people might think um, and now I am um, you can't get me to stop talking about it if we <laughs> the conversation starts so I absolutely love um, opportunities to chat about uh, my faith and my experiences and and try and answer questions that people might have um, I wish I had uh, way more knowledge than I do but um, you know just pray about those situations and and give them over to God and um, yeah know that he'll be working in those areas but that's pretty much a, a snapshot of of my journey or experience um yeah as a christian yeah so cool to hear how yeah god just puts those things and people and places just to set you up for life um yeah i guess i guess the sporting professional sporting world is hard to i feel like it'd be hard to be a christian in so it's cool how god's just been setting you up for that but um yeah just following on um yeah can you tell us a little bit more about your faith journey and i guess any pivotal moments or influential people that have impacted that Probably uh, some of the girls at school um, in when I went to Christian college in Geelong and, and I had some really close friends that were also Christians and I think that kind of opened my doors um, or, you know, op- opportunities for me to be heading into Geelong. Growing up in Anglesey, there was obviously went to Anglesey prim- Primary School, went to Anglesey Baptist Church and there was a really small cohort of us and no one really my age either, so they were either older or younger and so, um, yeah, the opportunities, uh, making new friends who were Christians and kind of heading into Geelong and getting involved in um, different events that were happening in there really probably, um, yeah, opportunities or times that I um, cherish and I pr- really appreciate and that probably helped grow my faith a little bit as well. Um, so that's probably one of the main ones, um, yeah, that I've had. And we were lucky um Quite a few years ago, uh, the Melbourne Vixens, when I was playing, actually got a chaplain involved in the club. And that was super exciting for me because being the only Christian um, in pretty much all of the teams that I've played in, um, I just felt like there was that little bit of extra connection for me or opportunities where I could share um, different situations or, you know, we could be on the same page about things. So I, um, yeah, really appreciated that time. the, for those couple of years that the Vixens had that chaplain. Yeah, awesome. And just, yeah, following from that as well, how have you found it being, yeah, in being a netball, playing netball, having the spotlight um, and being a Christian? How have you found that? Have you found that people have been receptive or, yeah, how have you found it? Yeah, yeah, reasonably good actually. The girls are super supportive. So they all know and they have always known that I, um, you know, am a Christian and, and have certain beliefs and I love it when they ask questions no matter how small or <laughs> big those questions are um, try and jump into those conversations and yeah super respectful of that which is really nice and encouraging for me um, and yeah it's just um, yeah it's pleasant but you know even on there were times early on um, using uh, my social media obviously having quite a larger fan base that are netball supporters like 
you know, what what does it look like if I'm posting about my faith on there and, and will I, you know, what impact that might have? And I suppose I just decided to back myself and, and obviously pray about those things first because, you know, every every time I, I take the court, I, I um, thank God for the opportunities that are given me and I, I pray for him to present further opportunities where I can share my faith or, or be the difference that, um, yeah, this not the standout, but there's something different about me than everyone else and that's because I am a Christian. So I, um, yeah, just pray that he uses me in the ways that he would like to um, while I'm in this position. Awesome. Hey, um, I know this isn't re- this is relevant to everyone that would be watching and yourself as well, but no matter like what, I guess, profession we have or situation we're in, like there are always going to be opportunities where we can share our faith with others. But I guess for yourself, you know, I, I know from myself, it's a, it's a more unique workplace than your mm. nine to five office job. <laughs> but are you, have you had any specific moments, I guess, where you've really, like you can look back on and remember a time where you've been able to share your faith with someone, um, you know, with the platform that you've got? Um, the one time I did actually get the girls to come to church. So they came down and stayed in Geelong. Um, and yeah, I, it was, I think it was over Easter. So, um, cooked and brekkie and then up we went and, and attended church, which I don't know, it was a while ago, but it was like a pretty big highlight of, of my experience to be able to, um, have them be that receptive and come and attend and not that they go to church now, but I think it was just um, an awesome experience or insightful for them to see um, another a part of my life um, that's that's important to me and what I do. So I think that's one of the ones that I'll certainly remember and then hopefully just those extra little conversations that have um, I've had along the way. That's great. I feel like it's so much of what we do is about planting the seed, you know, and like just yeah. being obedient and that's that's an example of that. So that's cool to hear. Um, another question for you. Now, this is a big one. Firstly, before I get into it, like congratulations because <laughs> I believe this may or may not be your final uh, year playing. Congratulations. Can Yeah. Thank can you. you just like tell us a bit more about that and how you've come to that decision for one um, mm. and kind of like what's what's involved with that for you? So looking forward, what what does your life sort of look like in the near future? Yes. So obviously I've been playing for 11 seasons now at the Vixens and um, – at the end of last season, chatting to Josh, decided to go around again and then we'd have the conversation and, and see how we were feeling, um, whether I wanted to re-sign or not. And, um, you know, I think he knew and I think I knew and we had little conversations held off and then finally decided about a month ago, all right, this will be my last season uh, for lots of different reasons. Obviously, I travel from Geelong and that highway, I mean, it's fun to drive up and down, but six six times a week is uh, pretty full on and I've been doing that for such a long time now. And then um, the off-season, I enjoy a little bit more each year. The pre-season starting is always a little bit harder each year. So I just think those things highlight that. My body is getting old, <laughs> older, and every year playing is a little bit harder and tougher on the body with the knees and the ankles. And I think just the life stage that we're in as well, um, I'm excited to have netball not dictate 
what I do or what what we do and that now you know Josh has been so supportive or my whole family and my friends have been so supportive in what I do and have um, supported me in all the sacrifices that I have had to make now I'm just excited to be able to support them support things that Josh wants to do um, and yeah have have our life um, yeah go down a different journey of our life that isn't dictated uh, by netball once again, like just so many sacrifices that would have been made over those yeah. 11 years and um, great memories for sure, but so much more to look forward to still. So that's that's epic. Congratulations again on that. Thank you. Um, if you had to pinpoint maybe one or two of your favourite memories through your netball career, can you, can you let us in on some of those? Yes. Okay. Um, on court is just the year of 2014 really so that was the year the Melbourne Vixens won the premiership which was the last year we won I also was lucky enough to get MVP that game um it was the year I was uh selected into the Australian team for the first time and debuted at the Commonwealth Games and also won um the Commonwealth Games gold medal at the end of that so that just in a snapshot is one of my favorite years (laughs) biggest highlight for me um so yeah which is pretty cool that is amazing. Awesome. <laughs> and and at the time of this interview, though, like I don't know when exactly what would be streamed. I mean, a week or two. But US, your season is still alive after yes. yesterday. Where are the Vixens currently at? Uh, we are in the grand final. So we have um, two weeks now or a week off anyway where they'll um, play the prelim and then we'll be playing on October 18th in the grand final up here in Queensland. That's awesome. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Luck hey, we just got a little bit changing pace a little bit here. We've got a couple of questions and what we want from you is just to either give us a one-word quick answer yeah, I love it. or to, in as few words as possible, get, okay. get stuck into it. So I'm ready. First one is, if you could play any other sport at the elite level, what would it be? By AFL. <laughs> sweet, or, <laughs> fair cool. um, sweet or savoury? Savory. Beach or mountains? Beach. Um, your favorite food? Pizza. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Scrunch or fold? A fold. Yes. Do you scrunches? Oh, seriously. And um, what would you say is your most annoying habit? Uh, okay. Look. Apparently. Apparently, I snore, but like I wouldn't know. So, yeah, it doesn't affect you. So, what's it? No, no, (laughs) it's not my annoying habit. Exactly. Um, And last one if you could meet anyone dead or alive, it can't be Jesus though. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Who would you meet? Oh, like Roger Federer. He's just awesome, isn't he? (laughs) I love Roger. Love that. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, just to finish up, is there anything in particular that we as a church can be praying for you and supporting you, yeah, I guess during this transition and, yeah, for the rest of the year? Yeah, definitely the transition. I suppose I don't really have anything locked in uh, after this netball season and and what um, I'm going to do. So just probably a bit of guidance um, and opportunities to, yeah, um, see what I can be doing next year. That would be amazing. Thanks, guys. Not a problem. Thank you so much again, Tegan. I That's loved okay. the time chatting yeah, to you. Yeah, thank you so much. That was great. Um, yeah. Excited to see what's to come next for you and Josh and the fam. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you.